This is the Pretty Messy Podcast, sharing our lives' messy moments with your hosts, Monique and Jessica. Anyway, we are back for another episode of the Pretty Messy Podcast, actually in the same room with each other, um, which is, it's been over six months. Wait, can we start it over? Because I just have one comment to make. What's your comment? You say podcast. You don't enunciate the t. You mean to say and podcast? Not that hard. But like when I was listening back to the audio, you're like, this is a pretty messy podcast. This is the what? It's a pretty messy podcast, but you heard me. <laughs> the pretty messy podcast. <laughs> Hear me out, dude. Hear me out, dude. Okay, guys. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of the Pretty Messy Podcast with your hosts, Monique and Jessica. Jessica, do you want to tell everyone what we're doing? We are actually in the same room with each other. We are in my 5 by 5 closet, guys. Which is actually pretty spacious. I don't want people to sleep on five by five. Like I can stretch my arms out in here. There's also a lot of storage space, which is always good. Um, um, but yes, we are finally in the same space, if only for temporary until I do move here officially, which we will talk about more a little bit later. But finally in the same space here for the weekend, celebrating our birthday. Yes, let's just for a minute let me you know me i gotta all get all mm-hmm. lovey-dovey gratitude oh yep. my gosh my best friend decided to surprise me by coming all the way from louisiana to houston to celebrate our birthdays together and i drove so like i really love this bitch <laughs> and she drove in her brand new vehicle i did i drove my brand new vehicle there's like okay, first of all guys like there's so much update like life updates i feel like we have to so discuss. much happening um i don't even know where to start because there's so much to talk about um, well, let's start by why I'm here. So I'm obviously here because we're celebrating our birthdays, but also, um, Monique started a new job recently, which I think we talked about maybe a little bit. Yeah. I think I hadn't started it the last episode that we recorded. Also to that extent, in the interim of us not recording, we've learned a lot, um, about just podcast things, about equipment things, about kind of what we wanted this podcast to be about. Software just, downloads. Yeah. Mics, <laughs> trying out new headphones. apps. <laughs> um, shout out to my brother for also recommending some equipment and stuff. So hopefully the audio is better. We're probably still going to roll out some episodes with our shitty quality because it's just hilarious. But yeah, so many life updates, my new job. Do you want to hear? I want to hear. Okay. So guys, I got a new job. I freaking love it. The three months that I was unemployed really gave me a lot of time to discover myself, discover my values. Um, I remember saying something to someone at some point in September of 2020 that I realized, Monique, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And it was like at that point that I realized I want to work somewhere where I feel like one, I have a badass team. Mm -hmm. I feel like my uh, contributions are valued and I want to wake up every morning and just show up and show out. And I literally have found that place and so much more. I've been having the time of my life. It's been about almost two months now. Has it really been that long? I started in December, December 2nd, December 3rd. Did you really? Yeah. I don't know why I feel like it's not been that long. Like I feel like you've been there for two weeks. I know it's still fun. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. My team is amazing. My bosses are phenomenal. Um, The systems and all of that, the location, I mean, it is what it is, but I really, this made me realize the people that you work with. Yeah. Key. key. Very key. So yeah, um, we'll discuss, you know, kind of job stuff, you know, being a a young professional, a yo pro or whatever, but, um, yeah. Yo pro. 
Yoga. That's the abbreviation these kids are using these days? I, I don't know. I, I've never heard Yopra before. <laughs> this girl I used to work with told me that that uh, before, and I was like, what the hell is that? But apparently so. A young professional. Wow. Okay, that's nice. Another thing I learned in the three months that I was unemployed is, I think we talked about this, the one thing that you and I hold really true to ourselves is our integrity. Yeah. Y'all, integrity gets you so far in life. I don't care how many times people try to knock you down. People try to, like, you know, just be underhanded, undercut you. Like, if you stay in your integrity and just remain a good person, doors will open up for you. And one thing I realized is I'm really good, as socially awkward as I am, I'm really good at making connections and just, like, you know, just... When he gets a networking queen. I know. I'm, like, a social butterfly, and it's so weird because, like, I'm so awkward. But I've I've built a lot of good professional relationships to the point where, like, a position opened up at work, and me being there all of one month and a half, <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, there's nothing to lose, but I'm going to plug my best friend because she has a lot of great experience. You know, we work really well together. I think she'd be a great addition to the team. Also, I want to make a point. This is me telling you as my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling you this from the beginning of our whole, like, spiritual journey and just, like, trusting ourselves. You just have to show the universe that you want something, that you are working towards your goals. So you meeting with this person is showing the universe, I'm serious about relocating mm-hmm. and putting myself out there, whether or not this works out for me or not. Right. Right? Because it's like, cool, you are... Being proactive. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great if it works out. I mean, it would be hella great. It, it would be magical. But you're going to get out here regardless. You're going to find a great place. You never know either. This is another beauty of networking because this person might know someone who has a job all of a sudden opens up and then they can recommend you. So, true. yes, let's definitely have another episode where we talk about, like, kind of advancing yourself in the professional world. Especially being, like, I know me personally, I plan to talk about this, but still feeling like I'm not adequate enough as a young professional because I feel like old school hierarchies, old school corporations. I feel like that's changing though. Like I feel like, I mean, not to be like crass, but like I've like older people are dying. (laughs) And so, and so that's opening the floor. That is, are they not? I mean, a pandemic did just happen. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying they're dying from COVID. I'm just saying the people in these higher up positions, they have served their generation. They are, they've reached their life expectancy. That's all I'm saying. And with that, for the positions that are, for the companies that are progressive, they're actually putting people like younger people in place who want to see things progress towards a different dynamic. I like that you brought that up because I feel like it's also really important to point out that, you know what, let's save this for a career episode because I have so many <laughs> I like, we contributions. Yeah. Because um, I just feel like also in this time frame of us not recording and us kind of like taking a pause to figure out, all right, where do we want our lives to go? Jessica and I have learned a lot and we're now in 2021. And when I tell y'all my manifestation list is double-sided. I have so many dreams that I'm ready to, like, put into the 3D world. And I would love to bring everyone along with me if I can. But if not, then it is what it is. But Sorry, you can't sit with us. Or you can sit with us, but you gotta come with the right stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's the update for now. Still in the process of getting all my stuff together. I don't think... Like, all of my family is like, you're moving to Houston. Oh, my God. Like... You don't know anybody. I'm like, yeah, I actually I do. Like Monique's there. Um, 
But I just think they're nervous for me. And yeah. obviously I'm taking their well, my mom's grandbaby away. So she's just like, no, you're taking my baby. She don't really care about me. She was just like, I, I think I know you're going to do good wherever you are. But like, you're going to have my baby out there. And I'm like, yeah, she'll she'll do just fine. She'll do just fine. She, kids are resilient. Um, What else is going on? So, yes, I got a new car. I'm um, so happy for you. It was it was very much time. Um, my O three Honda. That's right. That's what you heard. O three Honda um, was still kicking and is actually still in pretty good condition. Um, but I just know that with moving to a, a bigger city and driving a little bit further, probably to and from work and in the neighborhood, I was going to need something more reliable. So <clears throat> I was very much blessed to be able to get a twenty twenty vehicle and I'm be paying for it. This is my first car note, but. It'll be fine. It'll work out. I love it. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I, you know, you know, here I go again. Like, gratitude. <laughs> the fact that we literally just came out of 2020. Like, first of all, we survived 2020. True. I can't speak to everyone else's experience. But for me, and like mainly with this podcast, I think we'll show is exclusive of all the shit that 2020 handed everybody Mm -hmm. the one thing we could control was what was going on with ourselves you know really taking a look at like where do we want like if we survive 2020 you know if if we make it right i hope 2020 showed everybody that there's more to life than just kind of like the humdrum that we were doing you know if anything it made me realize like life is short like i have so many more dreams now like i there's so much i want to do in the world And when I say world, like, I mean, like, just my little community. Like, there are so many opportunities to, like, put myself in spaces where I feel like I can make a difference. Why is that? Because I found so much self-love in 2020 being in isolation. Yeah, you were isolated for real, for real. Because, like, you literally, new city, no No, friends, for real, for real. Um, And was home literally almost every day. No, every day. Every day. Because I worked from home from the start of when I moved here. Yeah. So I didn't even meet the people I worked with. Oh. Except for via Zoom. Yeah. So it was like, really? I was like with myself they and River. They weren't worth meeting, but. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. They were, they were, we just weren't a good fit. But again, that job showed me like, hey, what do I really value in my work environments? Because for me, and you know, we'll talk about astrology and mm-hmm. charts and all of that, but my sixth health stellium, depending on what uh, house system I'm using. <laughs> Um, the sixth house represents routines and health and all of that. Oh, okay. Um, but coupled with other aspects, the type of person I am, (laughs) per the stars, (laughs) per the stars, um, I am someone who loves to like give back and I love like philanthropy and, Mm. you know, creating more innovative systems and all of that. So very fitting that I need to be in an environment where I work with people that support that. Yes. Yeah. I, I almost feel bad because, like, 2020 was really shitty for a lot of people. But, like, personally, like, personally, it was, I, my year was, like, the, it was one of the, mo- I won't say it was the best, because it was not the best. It was very taxing the first couple months because I was at home with kids by myself all day and working full time. It was insane. Yeah. But, as far as, um... Like, growth and transformation, best year, period, hands down. 
like 2016, 17, 18, 19, trash years. Trash years. They were supposed to be. They were the worst. Um, and then 2020 pretty much discovered who I was, who I am, where I want to be. Um, I don't know. And it, I feel bad almost to be like, yeah, like 2020 was my year. Like I got a new car and I'm moving and I'm doing this and I'm, but I don't want to water myself down because everybody else had a shitty year. Like, I'm sorry, but can I interject? Yeah. Okay. So literally I journaled about this maybe on Wednesday after I watched one of the Tara videos because Mm -hmm. it was like, Hey, it's kind of time to step in your light because 2020 and just kind of a couple years, 2019 was probably like the worst year of my life. But anyways, it made me realize that like, one, I have a presence. Two, I don't give myself enough credit. At all. At all. At At fucking all. At all. Like, the fact that I just started believing that I'm a great person, the fact that I am like happily and proudly telling myself that I love myself and I'm like, it's like crazy how much I did not like myself like I fucking hated myself and I agree yeah it was embarrassing are you embarrassed for the both of us but it's like 2020 happened and it was like shit like I I feel bad for being happy and excited that like I moved to a new city like granted yes it's Houston like people but I'm like wait I don't care where it is I decided to quit a job and move somewhere else because that's what I wanted to do because for me that was a big deal and why do I feel like I can't be excited about that right Especially when it comes to my relationship with social media, which I want to talk about on another episode or whatever. I just feel like I tried to still curate, like, who I am and how I wanted myself to be portrayed. Because if I, like, brag too much and it's like, oh, my God, this bitch thinks she's all that. And it's like, why can't I feel like I'm all that? I'm sorry. I saw a tweet that said, I'm sorry if I'm cocky. I used to hate myself. And it's like, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Once you come from, like the bottom of the bottom of you hating yourself and like like once you really like love yourself you know you hated yourself because you like you'd be like oh my god why am i apologizing for for believing in myself exactly like that's a trauma response (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 2020 like the closer you know right when i quit my job and all of that and was it november or something at some point i was like jessica i was like i gotta take a loan out i was like i we depleted the was. savings. Like, I'm not telling... My, my parents asked me, like, how are you paying your rent? I was like, eh, you know. I had to get real creative, you know. But I was like, I believe myself enough now. I put in the work that, like, this is going to work out. And here I am, like... <sighs> Three months later, post all of that, back in action yeah. with a job, happy, thriving. We still don't have a man yet, but we're working on it. Thriving... <laughs> I will also say that I, I, I don't feel like I need a partner to be my best self, which 2020 showed me that as well, but... Well, you did have a partner. It was me. I did. <laughs> my best friend. My, yes. You're right. A romantic partner. Yeah. Um, we're still working on that. I just haven't had any time, nor the desire, because I'm getting ready to move. And so I was just like, mm, there's no point in... Is River snoring? That would wow. be correct. <laughs> um, there's just no point. Because, for what? Firstly, my partner is not in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Agreed. And if they are, they're probably moving out, too. Because <laughs> there's nothing in Baton Exactly. Um, well, you and I are different. Because I'm like... I know I don't need a partner. But for me, 
if I like you enough, I'm going to find a way to fit you in my life because I want to enjoy all of this with another person. I mean, yes, we're enjoying it together as best friends, but like, you know, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry that I'm a hopeless romantic. You shouldn't be. Yeah. I feel like the world needs people like you because people like me. If there's anyone out there that sounds like you can identify with me, let's be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Show yourself. <laughs> Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a very. What's the word I'm looking for? Is it gratuitous? I am in a Let's transition. Google. I'm just in a very gratuitous. I don't think that's the right word. Um, state of mind. I'm just really thankful for. Uncalled for, lacking good reason, unwarranted, given or done free of that's charge. That's what gratuitous means. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then no, I'm not in that headspace. <laughs> I am in a sense of gratitude. That is the word. Oh, you're just, you're just enjoying being present in your current yeah. state of life. So during this transition, in an, in an effort to not re-sign a lease or be locked into a lease so that I could leave at any moment, I decided to move in with a family member and share a room with my four-year-old. Share a bed and a room. Y'all, let me tell you about the sacrifices, Okay. <laughs> The sacrifices. Sacrifices. (laughs) Um, She, I have no personal time to myself. Like, there's no self-care. Like, you better get it in the shower because it's the only (laughs) time you're going to have time to, like, have a thought to yourself. Um, I do want to say, like, very thankful for being able to move in with my family member and that they were like, yeah, cool. It's, like, whatever. Not even just you. You and your child. Exactly. And she has no kids. So, like, yeah. this is foreign to her. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me the other day, like, oh, my God, she called my name one more time. I'm like, <laughs> now y'all know how I feel. Now y'all know how I feel. Um, but I did that in an effort to not be locked into a lease. And I, I think that's brave, at least for me. Yeah. Because I was definitely coming from a space of, like, I want my own space. I like to be able to come and go and not... Or, and feel like my child is a burden for someone else's life who is not their parent. Correct. So, I don't know. I'm I'm happy that I did that because now it's going to allow me to just up and leave when I need to. I think it's also a big deal for you because, again, this is me being your best friend, seeing how much you've grown. Mm -hmm. You love security and stability. So, for you to be floating at a family member's house, like, just... Which, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right, no. Because there's actually a lot of people out here who, like, live with their family members or like their family members help take care of their kids and all of that. Right. So you're actually for once in your life allowing people to help you. Yes. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, and you're saving like there's so many more pros to the, it's not even a con. It's just an adjustment. Well, see, that's also one of the things I don't understand about like people who, Oh my God, I could never live with my family. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> I get it to an extent, but if you have a goal in mind, like, true, yes. if you have a goal to pay off some debts or if you have a goal to like, yeah, anything with money wise where this opportunity to live with your family member is going to save you some money. Yeah. I don't understand why people would be like, no, I just, I need my own. You're literally sacrificing a, a minuscule s- amount yeah. of your life to get where you need to be. Like literally we moved out at the end of November. It is been not even two months yeah and i'm already like saving getting prepared have done a lot in yeah. that short time yeah to wrap my head and to prepare myself for the move right so i, I don't know and you've had people... help with your child that too yeah 
I, so (laughs) yes, I think staying with your family to help offset costs or just, you know, help yourself because it's like what my dad tells me all the time, because I also too am not good at always asking for help when I need it. That's what you have family for. And a lot of family, a lot of people don't have family members that are supportive in that way. So it's like how selfish of me or like how ungrateful, I guess, quote unquote, of me to not take that assistance because of what pride and ego lol no um could i live with my family members for months on end absolutely not Uh, (laughs) immediately no no. (laughs) i but i love my parents and they would probably laugh if they heard this because it's like yeah no we gonna help you you're our you're our child like we're always here for you but like we're also all adults now and we you know you just you can only do so much of your parents parenting once you're an adult i am very grateful (laughs) not grateful but i guess i'm i'm glad it's not my mom like i'm not living with my mom as much as i love her and enjoy seeing her on the weekends i feel like that would put a strain on our relationship just to see each other every day and for kenzie to be there every day just because my mom spoils mckenzie yeah and and well yeah then you have this whole like dynamic of what did i say i'm the parent right (laughs) but it's like she's your parent Right. And she did this first, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's that thing. Thankfully, yeah. I mean, I did stay at my family's house for a couple of weeks while I was transitioning, uh, moving, because I think I was going to stay with you, and I was like, eh, it'll just make more sense if I stay with my family. Yeah. And it was actually nice, because I, COVID hit, and then I wasn't able to see them until, like, the end of the year, so. Yeah. Okay. I don't think, think you were there for a month. Was it a whole month? No, it was, like, was, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I didn't think it was very long. Um, But yeah, I, as I'm getting older, and as I've worked through my own personal demons because <laughs> the closet was full of them um I have really started to appreciate my family more and like let them in on like what's going on in my life like I actually love updating my parents about like what's going on with life yeah you know I'm very open now like hey I'm actually depressed this week so maybe can I catch in with y'all this week? <laughs> which is is a stark yeah improvement for you because like I remember you used to be like yeah, we haven't really talked. And I used to be like, what? I know. I <laughs> was, y'all, I was, I know. I'm thankful that my parents, yeah. Again, it was, growth. It was our pride and egos. It was. Because I I feel like when I was re- listening to one of the episodes we re- recorded, when I got locked out of the apartment, and I was like, yeah, I didn't want to call my parents because they were going to be worried. It's like, duh, that's their fucking job, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell? But it's like, again, I think it's awesome, too, though, that I have a best friend. Because I feel like, you know why I do this? And I don't know if people will agree. You know, let let us know in the comments. But for me, I've watched my parents do so much for me and my siblings that, like, I find so much pride in being able to be independent on my own. And now I'm learning to have a balance of if I need help, I love to ask them. Mm-hmm. But I also want them to be proud that like, hey, you guys actually did a really good job of getting me to a point where I'm self-sufficient because you guys deserve to live your own life now, too. Yeah. But I think in their generation, they kind of like still being parental and all Needed. of that. Yeah. yeah. So we're still we're still working on that balance. But I think it'll get there. Like yeah. with my mom being so close, I mean, it's just easier to be like, hey, mom, can you do this? And she's gonna say what she want to say she's gonna have her she has a very colorful commentary which i love <laughs> but uh at the end of the day she i mean she's very supportive so i mean you're just gonna have to hear what she got to say beforehand which is fine um it's usually pretty good advice if i follow it 
Y'all know I like to like hear what y'all have to say and then do what I want to do anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of us do, right? Because like, I don't know. Like, it's it's a very peculiar situation because when I give other people advice, advice, I'd be like, please take the advice. You do be mad if people and don't And then I'd be listen. mad when they do, because I'd be like, why did I waste my time providing you with this good advice for you to not take it? So, it's a good point you said that. Let's, let's backtrack. Do they come to you like, hey, I want your advice or hey, I want your opinion? Because some, most people, and I think even with our parents, mm-hmm. they're not telling you their advice. They're telling you what they've done from experience. True. Whereas I think you approach situations like, here's what I want you to do. And I, I feel like you approach, wasted my time by not following I always approach it a lot of times from like, like if you have a problem, I'm trying to give you a solution because I don't or have not learned to just listen to listen and like be a soundboard. Yes. Because for a majority of my life, like people have come to me and been like, Hey, tell me their life story. And then I say, okay, well, here's what I would do. Or if I have experience, this is what I did. So I'm about to ask you something, but it's funny because I've literally... No, I was going to... Like, I need to ask myself the same question. Oh, okay. Why do we feel like we have to problem solve for other people? Like, that, to me, I think is one of our toxic traits. Silence. It's good. <laughs> Crickets. It's, like, it's good, right? Because, like, in our professional world, like, us being problem solvers is why I think mm-hmm. we get a lot of the... Um, praise and yeah, yeah. admiration because, like, we're really good at that, but... I realize now, like, with friends and stuff, like, girl, if you want to talk and vent and this and that, like, unless someone asks me, like, how would you handle that? I really am gotten to the point where I'm just like, mm. I can't say that, I, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I would do now simply because I've not talked to a bunch of people lately. Like, Why is that, Jessica? Because I've just been working towards being a better me. I love that. And, Take um, notes, everyone. like, none of my friends, like, live here or you know, in Louisiana, so. You don't have friends in Louisiana? I mean, I do, <laughs> but, like, I don't All have... your friends in Louisiana looking like... <laughs> oh, I didn't know that she I cut do, me off in 2020. I do not talk to a lot of them regularly. Like, we don't... It's not like us or... Well, we're, like, family at this point. Yeah, exactly. Our third Yes, person. hey, 20. Shout um, out to you, boo. So, I... I don't know. I don't know how I would react unless someone comes to me and be like, hey, what's your opinion? What's your thoughts? Or if they just start talking. Like, I haven't had anyone approach me lately. I approach you all the time with all of my mental thoughts. <sighs> Not you. You but already you, know how I'm going to no, react. But no, you immediately will say, do you want, do you, are you just like asking me so I can listen or are you asking for me for my advice? You do, you do that so often now with me. So it's interesting that like, you immediately still go into problem-solve mode with other people. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm still going in that mode or not because I have not been problem-solving for anyone lately. Mm. It's like I've been so in my own shit that it's... I mean, other than my sister, who does ask for my advice. Okay. And then we've had some rocky moments, but I try to be like, hey, I'm gonna... I'm here for you regardless. Yeah. So whatever you do, I'm... I'm obliged to be here, obligated to be here. Also, too, I think people that come to you, not you, but, like, understood you, you have to understand, too, that, like, 
you also have responsibility in the conversation and situation of like, why are you coming to me? Do you know why you're coming to me? Or are you Mm -hmm. like, just like, you're so in a tizzy that you need to tell somebody something like you don't even know what you're seeking from me. So like, you know what I mean? Like have a, not have a game plan. Cause I mean, I'm not saying don't be like organic or whatever, but like, what are you coming to me for support? Like, and I think this goes along the point of like, do you know yourself well enough to know what you need from the people in your lives? Right. The different types of relationships. Uh, most people doesn't know. Correct. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people just, like you said, they, they're in a situation and they just want to get it out. But then I, I also feel like as a person that the person is coming to, you need to take a moment and be like, okay, they, they are coming to me. So I too have a duty to at least hear what they're saying. Yeah. And then I can try to figure out if they don't blatantly say it, why they're coming to me. I, I, I think you just can't just be like, oh God, like. So that's, it's funny you say that because I think for the past few months and sorry to any of my friends who have felt like I've literally just like isolated them from my life. I had to because I don't have a gray area area in any part of my life. Not, like I'm either. When it gets black or what? I am all in or I'm all out. And so when I'm all in, like, I am invested in being the best friend yeah. for you. And so for me, I was like, fuck, like, I'm putting so much energy into all these people. And, like, who's caring about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, not asking y'all to care about me, but, like, bro, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. And I'm going through a mental breakdown right now. Like, yeah. my whole world has been crumbling. you welcome. <laughs> I helped her the entire time. <laughs> um, but it's like... <laughs> I crawled so she could walk to be y'all's best friend. <laughs> Bitch, same. <laughs> Shout out to my future partner. You have my best friend to thank. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> but it's like, I think it goes back to the self-awareness, yes. right? So many people are not self-aware and it blows my mind. Like, do you just not hear It's yourself? hard to be self-aware when, one, you don't have people. Because now I've gotten to the point where, shout out to my dog park friends. They'll say certain stuff and... I. One of my friends, love her, we were talking about a guy she was, like, mm-hmm. going on a date with. And he, he did something that I was like, wait, red flag. Like, mind you, I had just, like, I just befriended her. So I'm like, I'm, I text her when I got back to the upstairs. I was like, I'm sorry if that was really rude. Like, she was like, no, I actually appreciate the feedback. Because I'm at the point now, too, like, one, if we're in a conversation together, like, you about to just get the real me. Like, I, because yeah. I love having genuine connections with you. I'm not trying to sit here and waste my time. Because I, yeah. I just feel like I have way more... There's, there's more effort into... Exactly. You know, I could be out here saving the world if I wanted to. Um, but like no shade to her because again, she's a good friend, but I was like, damn, like I'm really out here just like telling people straight up like how I feel. And like, this goes back to me feeling like I hated myself for so long that I silenced my own voice and my own like experiences because like this woman and I have just completely different lifestyles, you know, but I'm like something I said resonated with her and something she said resonated with me. And I'm just like, wow, like self-awareness you know I, I just I still don't I don't get it like so I don't know where it's to, like I feel like we've had self-awareness even no. like no I know I didn't well I had the self-awareness but I put everyone before me like I didn't I don't maybe care about I'm, myself I'm, enough maybe I'm mixing up like emotional intelligence and mm. and awareness okay let's break it down like t- to me, I feel like awareness is you're aware in the actions that you're taking. Okay. Yeah. Now that no, I'm taking yeah. it out, <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm taking it out, I don't know. I didn't have that. But, okay, at the age that we are now, like, I'm 
I'm 31 now. I feel like at this point in time, if you have not taken at least your late 20s to to work on you, and like, what are you doing? Like, well, okay, pause, because now we sound like bitches. I will say, let's let's temper this a second because what I was gonna say <laughs> now is now we sound like bitches. <laughs> how. Someone that I really like that I'm plan on talking about throughout this this podcast asked me, "How did you get into spirituality and like how did you just like get in this headspace?" And I said, "Oh, bro, it's the trauma." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I was like, I, I felt lost. I felt lost. I mm-hmm. felt like I felt like I was invisible. I felt like I was around people that didn't see me for who I was. I was tired of faking." I, I was tired of feeling yeah. like I didn't belong. And like, I you were think, tired of tempering yourself. Yeah. I felt, I feel like you have to get to a point in life where you feel like you don't belong or you, there's more to life. Like you have to be curious. You have to want more. Like, and for me, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but for me, it's like when you've gone through enough adversity and loss and like, you still remain a good person. I was like, how the fuck am I still a good person? And yeah. I, yeah. like, why is my life the way it is? We have been through, you know, yeah. and back. A little bit of my own pride and ego but right. also too i'm just like now i believe it's because i feel like the universe brought us together to like have us showcase the things that we have gone through yeah. to like help build other people up i agree okay no well now that you say say it like that like you're right a lot of people have not had these moments yet and or... that's not to say people haven't gone through stuff right it's just like right maybe you're content where you're at or maybe you haven't admitted it to yourself that you're unhappy it's fine and then you just have your textbook narcissists who don't care. Correct. Because I dated one and... <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think basically hitting rock bottom, which would be, like, being a single parent. Not to say that being a single parent was rock bottom, but to go from having been in a relationship since I was 15 and, like, mm-hmm. seeing my life before my eyes, like, I'm going to have a family, we're going to do yeah. this, like big scheme things yeah. and then go, the universe it, is like oh, going through a separation get divorced be a single parent with the other parent who's not very involved it was just very eye-opening for yeah. my situation and then also for me yeah um i mean proud of me because well, we've been doing the damn thing you have been doing the damn thing but it's like it still brought me to the place that i was like all right we got to reassess something because what we're not going to do is go into my next set of life, phase of life. Yeah. With, with at least not something together. Like, right. we got to get our head together. And I will say, so this is another thing too, that I want to like admire about both of us is uh, overall. They, I, the people, <laughs> no, I think listeners are going to be like, so no. this is two girls on a podcast talking about how much they love no, each other. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I think it's interesting because this psychologist will understand this. All y'all psych majors, hopefully you'll appreciate this. But it's like, this is where the self-awareness comes into play. Like, how many people in your life are able to point out the things that make you a great person? Remember when we were doing that list of all the things I love about myself? Bitch, my li- I could not figure out what the fuck made yeah. me amazing. And you were like, this, this. I was like... You love that I do that. Like, because to me, it was my default, right? Like, you need Mm -hmm. people in your life. And this is another thing, too. Like, once I started building my best friend up, she started building me back. Like, she started building me up in return. And it's like, we just ended up kind of helping each other grow. 
so I feel like it's really important that you have people in your life that are able to support you in that way, whether that's familial, friendships, romantic or whatever. But someone has to get to the point where like they are sitting in that self-love so heavy. Mm-hmm. And for me now, I'm like, <laughs> I love myself. Like I text this guy that I'm in love with. And um, <laughs> does whispering make it less effective? No. <laughs> You know who you are. But I, like, pretty much told him, I was like, I've gotten to the point in my life because I've hated myself so much, because I've been so unhappy, because, you know, but I'm not a victim anymore. Like, if anything, that made me want more in my life. And so I was like... You definitely have to get out of the victim mindset. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And I was like, look... Oh, I didn't tell him this, but I was telling myself this. Like, I'm so happy with all of the opportunities professionally that, that are coming in. Like, seeing you thrive. Like, my sister's married. My other sister's, like an entrepreneur starting a business, my brother is like, there's so many things for me to be happy about that fulfill me, you know, like my hobbies. I want to get into like all types of volunteering opportunities this year and stuff. So I'm just like, yeah, I want love in my life. And hopefully it's with this guy that I like, (laughs) but if not in the meantime, like I have enough things to keep me busy and whole and full. And like, I think it's really important that people start like figuring out what makes me happy and whole and complete and then share it with someone. Like a romantic partner or just in general? Just however you want. Oh, okay. I mean, it's fun that we're, like, we're sharing. You know, like, first of all, as silly as it sounds, like, I think I, I think I was, like, negative about this earlier. I was like, we're just doing a podcast. And you're like, don't... Oh, because you're talking about these other podcast listeners, how they yes. got how they got picked up. Yes, by... A major network. Yes. And I was like, well, we're not that good. And you're like... <gasps> and I was like, you know what? Nope, we're not speaking that into existence. Because it's like, who cares if we don't get picked up by a network? You and I believe in whatever this is enough that, like, whether it's a hobby, it's a hobby that keeps us accountable. We're spending fucking quality time together. We're doing something creative that we enjoy. Yeah. And then, like, when we're, like, 40, we can look back and listen to this and, like, laugh. Exactly. My kids will be like, damn, mom, like, you were really petty and funny. (laughs) And, like, just, there's just, it's it's bigger than thinking that, like, we're going to make it big and all of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think you have to start, just, just start to start i mean obviously y'all can tell that we still have like no structure yet (laughs) not a not a not one not one note but i think it's because it's also like it's been three months and so we're like wait where do we where do we start now we're just gabbing yeah yeah i think it's fine um so i guess if you made it to this point of the pod episode um thank you (laughs) um we definitely are going to try working on structuring stuff and just, like, having more, you know, cohesive episodes. Or we won't. Or and we won't. will hear us gab and you'll yeah, get right. little tidbits of wisdom. Look at me and my anxiety. I, I mean, I think at one point we'll get there, but... There's just, like... Honestly, there's so much in my head. I mean, we, we have to talk about my ADHD and anxiety and just all of that. Yeah. But, like, that's why I get so, like, oh, my God, overwhelmed because I want things to be cohesive and understandable. Is that the right... That's the right tense. Yeah. I want people to be able to understand (laughs) and follow. No, that's right. But, like, also, too, I wrote this on my manifestation list that I want to get to a point where I'm comfortable in my public speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm not a robot. I'm human. It's okay to, like, not be. Exactly. Like, (laughs) bro, can I just have a moment to, like, collect my thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, why do I feel that way? Because we were brought in, like, in a society that, like, makes you feel like you have to, like, present yourself in this, like perfectly packaged way yeah and it's like fuck that we're bucking the standards especially corporate america like corporate america will have you feeling like if you inadequate like if you don't speak up whenever when they ask you a question in a meeting and you don't have the answer right then and there will have you feeling like shit okay 
Um, but just know, you can tell them people. I don't have the answer to that right now. Let's take this offline. I will get this for you yeah. today or whenever you feel is appropriate. When, when I, let me tell you about this power move that I pulled in my interview. So this recent interview, I think so. Okay. Um, or maybe it was my mo- the one before this. Mm-hmm. They asked me a question that I was not prepared for. And I was like, hmm, let me take a moment. And I was like, you know what? I actually don't have a good response for that. But let me give you another piece of tidbit info that maybe this could, like, you know, mm-hmm. support your question. If it made sense or not, I don't know. Because in that moment, I felt like I disassociated at that point. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Shout out to me for saying I don't know. And because I I'm not going to know when I get here. I think people need to know that. Yeah. Like, no, like I don't know. And it's okay to not know things. Yeah, obviously you need to know the job that you're applying for. But yeah, I just feel like even in life, it's okay to be like, no, I don't know how to handle this. Because when you go through things and it's the first time you've gone through things yeah. and you be like, like how are you supposed to know? How, you don't. That's also one of the things I've had to learn. Like, okay, you've never been through this, Jessica. So like, yeah, that's true. break it down <laughs> one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think growth, yeah. man. Growth. There's a lot of it. So, yeah, for me, this podcast will be what it's going to be. And if you resonate with pieces, we love that. I'm going to probably say this for every episode just because I don't know when people are going to hop in and hop out and listen and stuff. But I do believe, and that's another thing too, I've gotten to the point where I believe in myself so much and like just I've tapped into like a creative part of myself that Mm -hmm. I'm just like, damn, I'm actually super fucking creative. Like... It's yeah. not the typical, like, paint or sketch or whatever. It's just, like... Your sketches are pretty good, too, though. Thanks. But then I'm also inconsistent. Like, I, bro, I bought a, um... What's that called? The, the um, the stitchy thing? The embroidery thing? The embroidery wheel? You know the things that look like... I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, I bought one of those, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm gonna love this, because it's, like, something I can actually do, and... Like, move your hands? It's literally sitting in my nightstand little drawer. Because I'm like, I... Wait, did you finish the other one? The, the original one you bought? No. It's the same one? It's the same one. Girl, bye. Because I'm just like... <laughs> because it's like, I am... I have so many interests, too. And I used to feel bad, because I'm like, you didn't finish this. You didn't finish that. It's like, whose standards are you, like, <laughs> adhering to? Like, your own, Monique. Like, you can come exactly. back to this. Like, you can do the pod. You can take a break. You can go journal. You can go take yeah. photos. You can go cook. It's like... Again, this all goes back to, like, self-discovery, figuring out who you are, who you want to be. And we are, like, ever-evolving, too. So, yeah. Um, again, thank you for listening to this episode, you guys. Hopefully... This super long yeah. episode. <laughs> I mean, really, this is for us, because I haven't seen you forever, and I'm very appreciative that you came. Um, do you want to end on a love note? Yes. Want to go first, or...? I don't because I don't have anything on the top of my mind at this moment. See how easy it is to say you don't know, guys? <laughs> hmm. Um, okay, love note. No, no, no. I do have one. Okay. I love how particular you are <laughs> when we get <laughs> ready to do things. So at the beginning of this, first of all, we spent an hour <laughs> trying to figure out how to get our mics. Because this is the first time I was working in the same space. Yeah. Okay. Fact, tidbit, you cannot plug two USB mics into <laughs> one computer and expect for them to be two different soundtracks. So Probably if you're getting asked ready my to brother. start a podcast, <laughs> yeah. get you a Bluetooth mic because that ain't going to work. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so anyway, we spent an hour doing that because Monique was like, oh my God, you are so loud and my voice is so far away. So we're like moving around the apartment, trying to get the, the Wait, tell them about the setup. Let's paint a, let's paint a picture. Let me paint a picture for you. So we're sitting on the floor. Um, mics are set up. Monique has her little swivel mic, like the radio. It was, it's, it's nice. Um, and so we're recording tidbits with these big ass headphones. <laughs> Oh, so they're big-ass headphones now. Because when I was like, hey, I'm going to buy us headphones as our birthday gift, you were like, oh, that's so nice. No, I I very much appreciate them. Oh, okay. But they still are some big-ass headphones. Okay, well, we can always return them because Amazon, you know, they got free returns. No, so. I still want them. Okay. I'm just saying they're big. Okay. They're like gamer headphones. They anyway, are gamer headphones. We spent an hour trying to get the best sound. Monique pulls out two cardboard boxes from her <laughs> from our closet and puts the mics in the box and's like, maybe we need to just maybe the reverb or whatever is off and that's why yeah. you're so loud and I'm so low or it sound far No. It's because my mic was picking up my voice and my mic was also picking up her voice. Yeah. Um but I love how particular she is. I was even like, hey, do you want a cushion for the floor? Do we have water? Okay, wait, are these court? It's like, it's like, ugh. It's a, it's probably an ADHD thing. But, I think it is. But I, but I appreciate that, like, you want to make it work in the best way possible. Because I think for me, too, I, I'm all about the experience, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I live for being in the fucking moment. Which Ask, ask us where we ended up, though. <laughs> ran my 5x5 five five closet, guys. Oh, that's right, we did say that <laughs> Look, when we make it big, we're going to remember this closet. We will. So, but anyways, yeah, like for me, it's just like, I love being in the moment and I love making my experiences the most particular, I guess, because yeah. it's like when I think back, cause I'm very sentimental too. We know. And nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, oh, wow. Remember, like you were able to tell a story because I was trying to build the perfect experience. So you're welcome. I mean, it's not a story. I'm I'm telling you what I like about you. So I know. I, do you like Do you like how sassy I am too? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Wait, is What's, it the? I think one of the episodes we'll end up airing is how we talk about how Jessica and I argue really well. The audio was kind of like overlapping in the episode, oh, but remember yeah, how you're yeah. like, oh, I love how we argue. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to the episode in a while. I need to go back and re-listen. Um, okay, so my say, love, note. love note. Hmm. Oh, okay. I, so, <laughs> Jessica already decided to surprise me by driving four and a half hours to come see me for the weekend, right? That was gift enough. This bitch comes oh, okay. with a basket, a tisket, a tasket. Like, an overflowing basket in her trunk of gifts for me. She's like, oh, these are your birthday gifts, but I didn't have time to, like, wrap them up. And so I was like, excuse me, what? Because, like, I definitely did not buy you a (laughs) fucking thing. But no, like, even exclusive from this weekend, like, Jessica always buys me things that, like, I love, but I'll never buy myself because I'm so practical, too, like. Y'all, it's not a lot. Don't, don't make her. No, but it's like. A big old basket full of stuff. You bought me, like, a candle one time. I was like, oh, my God. Because I, I love candles. Yeah. But will I buy them for myself? Absolutely not. And I, there was going to be a candle in this basket. It's okay. Because I know how much you love candles. But that but body she, works. But did she bring me the gift that she originally bought me? Like, you could have just remembered to buy that girl, one. Girl, I bought that gift a year ago. You could have just remembered to bring the one gift that you had already bought me to save money. But anyways. It I was going to be in the, in, the, in, the basket. in the basket. And I, I forgot. Also... 
I love a fucking basket. I know. Like, I I want... Please, listeners, the, the five of y'all, please leave... She's <laughs> the five of y'all. Let me know if you also love a multi-purpose gift. Because not only am I going to enjoy the things in the basket, but now I have a free storage little knick-knack doodad holder. I think... Like, that could be for my towels. That could be for River's toys. That could be... I think... I don't want a basket that I have to throw away. Well, not throw away, like, recycle or something. Well, yeah, but I'd, I'd, I would rather something that I can put... Yeah, like, don't come in here with a party bag. But I will also use a party bag. Remember how I bought Mackenzie a gift, and I bought, like, a bag that was actually, like, any holiday you could use? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, look, you're not going to throw away the seven nine nine bag that I got from Walgreens. You're going to yeah. reuse this for another gift. Yeah. But anyway, I love that my best friend always treats me to things because she's gift enough in my life. And also, too, like, we struggle in. And also, too, it's just, like, you don't... Like, maybe it's me, like, having low standards and, like, I, again, I'm like, oh, you're, the experience, the memory, you made a trip, like, the effort. The effort. Bro, just show some effort. I mean, yeah, but I feel like people are... I'm also just not... Are due... Good like, gifts. oh, I thought about you, so I got this. I mean, I'm like that, too, but not with myself. So I love that you think about me because you know I'm not going to do that for myself. Yeah. Um, And you continuously do it even when I say you didn't have to do that. Because that's your love. Is your love language changing to gift giving? No, ma'am. Gift giving is expensive. <laughs> but I. So what I'm hearing is I'm worth my the love money. language is take notes, fellas. Quality time, I believe, like to to give to show love. No, no, no. It's acts of service. So no, wait. It's not. We have to do the Maybe quiz again. Twenty twenty one. We're gonna do the quiz again. I I just like to see people like, oh my god, this is what you got me. Like, I love that so gift giving and then because gift giving doesn't have to be gifts right they could just spend a a ton of money on what i got i mean not that you're cheap but yeah i mean look (laughs) i just did spend a ton but i don't know maybe it is gift giving because gift giving can also be like hey on the next episode oh yeah let's do that we'll come up oh so actually i did make a note that because one of the things i want to talk about on the podcast is kind of you know in line with On on the what on the podcast <laughs> um, is how how do we get to the point of self-awareness? How do we get to the point of our most authentic selves? Mm-hmm. These are all the ways. Meyer Briggs, life path number, birth charts, tarot. love language, tarot, um, journaling. Constant talking. List talking. Yeah, list talking. List making, just dumping your thoughts out your brain, yeah. dating, going through your fuck boy, fuck girl cycles. Woo! All right, guys, we are at the end of this episode. Thanks so much for listening, joining in. If you aren't already subscribed, please subscribe. Follow us on social media at Pretty Messy Podcasts. One word. We out. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pretty Messy Podcast.